Now we'll move to the history of the human species. Human evolution is marked by two especially important transitions. First, a shift to walking on two legs instead of four, and second, an increase in levels of strenuous activity, both likely related to the adoption of a hunting and gathering lifestyle. Joining us to talk about this and more is David Reichlin, an associate professor in UA's anthropology department. Welcome, Dave. Thanks very much for having me. You're a biological anthropologist. How would you define the modern view of, of anthropology, and how exactly does biology fit into it today? Anthropology as a discipline is focused on uh, explaining the human condition and understanding uh, how humans came to be what we are today. Uh, traditionally, people think of anthropology as focused mainly on cultures, past and present. Um, biological anthropology is really focused on understanding uh, humans from their evolutionary perspective. So how did we come to be the way we are today um, throughout our evolutionary history, and how is our biology reflecting that evolutionary past? How does understanding our evolutionary history help us today? I think that's really one of the great promises of biological anthropology, is that we can somehow use our evolutionary history to understand and tackle some of the big problems we're facing today. Um, so I think of our evolutionary history, our lineage, our ancestry, as providing the context for modern human biology. So if we want to understand our biology today, we really do need to know something about our evolutionary past. So in particular, I know you're interested in how our current lifestyle matches or doesn't match what we've evolved to be to do. Can you talk more about that? This is sort of a, a, a new approach in biological anthropology, um, incorporating ideas from a field called evolutionary medicine, which really looks at um, our biological health problems today from an evolutionary perspective. Um, the thinking is that our bodies evolved under certain contexts in the past. Our physiology, our neurobiology evolved under certain lifestyle constraints. And we have a mismatch today with some of those constraints. We don't live the way that we lived for the last two million years in many societies, especially here in the U.S. Um, so understanding how our physiology evolved, what it was adapted for, and then how we have changed that lifestyle today plays a big role in understanding these health problems. And that's what we're really focused on in our lab. How does evolutionary medicine take into account, especially neuroscience, neurobiology, the way our brains work? From my perspective, uh, one of the great shifts that has occurred in our recent evolutionary past is that we've gone from highly active hunter-gatherers who were moving on the landscape long distances. There were, uh, there were important pressures on memory and on um, functions that are related to attention tasks and things like that. Um, and we have, as we've become more sedentary, we've moved away from the activity part of that lifestyle. And so recent work has really shown very clearly that an active, physically active lifestyle is very important to maintaining brain health. And we think that that the reason for that link between activity and brain health has to do with this evolutionary past where we were linking physical activity and mental and cognitive tasks. So what are you doing in the lab right now on that subject? 
So a lot of the work that we're doing now, and this is in collaboration with psychologists here, Gene Alexander in the Department of Psychology is my main collaborator. Um, and we are exploring these links between cognition and exercise and physical activity from multiple perspectives and across the lifespan. So we're looking at young adults here at the U of A, undergraduate students, seeing how physical activity may alter their cognitive function, all the way to looking at aging populations and seeing how maintaining a physically active lifestyle might actually improve the process of brain aging. That sounds very important to all of us. Thank you very much, Dave. David Reichlin, Associate Professor of Anthropology at the University of Arizona. We're so glad you could stop by today. Well, thanks for having me.